This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. In five, four, three, two, one, happy. Happy New Year! I don't know when this is going to upload, but still, it's still a Happy New Year. Uh, welcome to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. I am your host, David So, and... I'm your other Thursday host, Joe Jitsukawa, baby. Yes, it's a new year. Everybody has New Year's goals. I hope you guys have been tackling them. Uh, if not, then you're just like every other person on this earth, so don't fucking worry about it. <laughs> Everyone else that goes, ah, fuck it, it's just another day. Yeah, that's like the, uh, what's it called, in January where everybody goes to the gym and for the first three weeks and then around February, everybody disappears. Exactly. Yep, that's exactly what I do. So <laughs> yeah, I'm not any different. <laughs> no, you kept up with it, dude. You had, you met your goals last year. I know. Now I'm trying to uh, drop like another, let's see if I'm 215 right now, 15, 15, another 30 pounds. So I want to be like 185 on a good day, just relaxing, 185, 190, and then uh, keep it there. And then that's nice cool. cruising. That's why I actually made the 90 days to freedom program. For weight loss? <laughs> no, but it's 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 mainly because people don't follow through with what they want mm. because everyone just goes based off motivation and inspiration. Yeah. And it never works. Oh, 100%. That shit never fucking works because it's it's so uh, – it's fleeting. You know what I mean? Like if you if you set this goal and you do it based off of like I, – I call it the, uh, the, uh, the Rocky movie syndrome when people try to lo- lose weight. It's yeah. like you watch this guy go through something. And it inspires you because every time I used to watch the Rocky movie, it would get me to want to fucking work out, yeah. sign up to a boxing gym, do all this other shit. But once that motivation disappears or I stop thinking about the film, my will to work out or change myself disappears as well. Yeah. And that's exactly right. Like, I mean, it's funny that you mentioned that because it's what everyone does, right? Yeah. They go, here's my New Year's resolution. I'm going to freaking do this, right? They get super inspired. Or whatever, like they might watch a TED Talk or whatever. They get super inspired. They do it crazy for like a day or two mm-hmm. and then they stop doing it. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I think for the last year when I was doing Jamalian Academy and I was creating all these courses, that's one thing that I realized is people get hella motivated and then they stop watching. They mm-hmm. stop doing the work. Um, we have about 17,000 students now yeah. for Jamalian Academy, but a lot of them, because it's free, I think what ends up happening also is that they just kind of lose focus. There's no consequence or there's no, I don't know. I, I And so I had to kind of study like what's going on with people because we're a little bit different, right? So like me and you, like we're like a personal trainer's dream because they'll give us the work. And we do the work. And we do the work and we do more homework and we go obsessed over what they teach us, and then we keep going harder and harder. Yeah. This is true between entrepreneurs, artists, and and other people who are self-sufficient or self-employed or they own their own business, right? 
I I didn't realize that this is a trait that we came up with over time. We weren't always this way. Yeah. And then, so over the years, I'm sure you get this shit all the time too. The fans will be like, hey man, how do you stay motivated? How do you stay inspired? Like how, you know, how do you, how do you get to where you are and all that? And I think like the, for the past 13 years, like just doing YouTube, right? I get that question a lot and I always answered it differently. In the very early stages, it was like, oh, you just gotta, you know, you just gotta like stick with it, bro. Like it's very elementary, right? Mm -hmm. And then I think the more I learn about myself, the more my answers start changing, obviously. Like later on, it's like, oh, maybe it's not for you. Maybe you just suck. (laughs) You know, I'm just an (laughs) asshole. Yeah. Sometimes it's true. (laughs) And then the more I I uncovered it, what was really going on is people just got issues, man. Yeah. And it's really about them. It's not really, I mean, the easiest thing is to actually just do the work. I think to find the information, people focus on the wrong shit, right? You, you, if you want to go on Google now more than ever, you could just type in and say, how do you start a business? How do you become a boxer? How, there's a ton of information. Yeah, there's like unlimited amounts of data to figure out what you want to do. So the hardest thing is not information. Yeah. But that's what everyone thinks. Oh, I don't, I don't know enough. Hmm. I don't have knowledge. I don't have this. Information is not the, the hard part. Ideas, not the hard part. Access, not the hard part. The hard part is self-control. Mm. The, the hard part is, 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 is believing in yourself, the self-esteem, the you know, self-awareness, all this stuff. So I was like, oh, shit. So the concept is really, it's, it's really about letting go all the bullshit. And first and foremost, you got to believe in your own damn dreams before you can even start. And that's where I, I was realizing is that there's a lot of things that I missed because I believe in my dreams. First and foremost, if I want to do something, like for example, even in your case, right? When you're 16, you're like, I want to be a stand-up comedian. That's something that you said, I'm going to do and I'm going to go for. Because mm-hmm. that was a dream that you believed in. A lot of people, they want to be a stand-up comedian, but they don't believe that they can do it. Yeah. And I was like, so what brings a human to be this way? Right? And I'm like, oh shit, it's because people don't know what they want. So the whole program is set up to be where every single day you're given basically like a task, a small little easy homework to do, but it's repetition because over the years, people built up this really bad habit of how they talk to themselves in their own minds. Yeah. And so if you're defeated and you fail before you even start, and you don't have the right mentality, no matter what you apply yourself to do, you're not going to finish it and you're not going to kill it. Yeah. Repetition that, is, is is a big thing, especially yeah. like, so for me, I've, I've helped a few people lose weight and everybody has this weight loss is so, so interesting because there's so many different angles that you could take in and just like any kind of road to success. Right. And one of the biggest things that I've always stated to, especially like we have a friend too in, in Hawaii and you know, she was asking me about, oh, what's the things that I should be eating? What's this, this and that? I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Before we even do that, I need to start, I need you to start building a habit. Yeah. And that is the hardest part for people to do because it's the one that it requires repetition constantly. Every over single day. Over. Yeah. So what I've been getting her to do is what I started and not expecting like crazy results at first, but it's just to get into the habit of doing something positive every day mm-hmm. that sets this pattern of positivity. So for her, I told her, all you need to do is walk. 
walk yep. every fucking day because you can walk every day. You have that ability. It's easy. It's an easy thing to do. But what it does, it not only teaches you to be active when you first when you're first losing weight, but it also teaches you to make activity a habit that you need in your life. Mm-hmm. And so that was like one of the biggest things that I always told people when they wanted to you know lose weight at first is to just kind of set a healthy habit first. But what do most people do? They get super motivated. Mm-hmm. They go to the gym. They work out for two hours. They're super sore, and then they start associating negative feelings because it's too hard Mm -hmm. but it's we all been there right we all binge worked we all binged like like went hard because we wanted results fast or we think about how difficult it is and then we think so much to the point where we don't even step in the gym yeah even in the same thing when it comes to if if you guys out there want to try uh script writing right script writing i mean there is a whole process to it and if you've done the whole process you know how to write a script from beginning middle and end and you understand like the back end parts a lot of people kind of get stuck in the process of okay if i write this then what happens write a page a day yeah write a page a day and see what happens it's all that build that habit little bits every day and so a lot of people don't know how to do that because i think what i realized is that if you've never really succeeded or accomplished big right you don't know how small baby steps is what creates the big shit Mm -hmm. you just think big shit and then you compare yourself to other people that's doing big shit and you're like oh well i'm not steven spielberg so fuck Mm-hmm. And it's like, but he has years and years on you and you're comparing yourself to the wrong people. Yeah. Or like a lot of people go, oh, well, you know, chances are slim in, in if I to being an athlete, right? Like it is, a, it is a slim chance. That's true. From where they're at, obviously, like if you're not even in the sport, <laughs> you know, of course, right? Yeah. But there's also a huge area from different levels that you can make money doing. Like, you don't, you could be in Dealey, you could be a coach, you could be, you know, in the business, you could work like in sports somewhere. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be the athlete, but there's so many different levels to where you can be making money in things that you enjoy, mm-hmm. but they don't even think of that because they go, oh, it's, 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 a, it's a low percentage. Even our industry entertainment, LA's fucking built on that shit. Mm-hmm. There's billions of dollars, right? But what ends up happening is people be like, Nah, there's no money in entertainment. It, yeah. You can't get a job. It's like, what are you fucking talking about? <laughs> like, there's there's levels to this. I mean, obviously, there's people who have, you know, acting is such a different uh, beast because there's a lot of people who want to be actors and they, they shoot to be the actor who has the Oscar, who gets an Oscar, who gets a Golden Globe. And they fall short of that. But if you really love what you're doing and you're motivated behind it, those things are just like ancillary things, right? So it's like you can fall into the category of, the, the the people beneath it. like the, I know a lot of supporting actors who I really love who've never won a Golden Globe. Yeah, there's a lot of people who make a living off of acting that aren't recognized as you know like a Robert De Niro or a Leonardo DiCaprio. You know, there's a lot of other people like that too. Yeah, but to get your foot in a door, that's where I'm at. Like it's like a lot of you know a lot of most people I'd say is they don't even take the risk to get their foot in the door. Mm. So. That's my whole thing, right? The whole concept of 90 Days to Freedom is you need to free your mind first and foremost in order to do whatever the fuck you want in life. If you don't free your mind, then you're always going to be trapped and you're always going to be feeling, you know, like in your jail cell in your own in your own head. And I think that's the that's the shittiest part because once we're able to achieve and realize that there's a way bigger world out there, I'm just like, guys, what the fuck, man? It's not that hard. 
Yeah, that mental roadblock definitely is something that I think a lot of people can have help with because uh, I, I do see a lot of people who work in a nine to five that kind of want to do, I guess, kind of control their own destiny in terms of um, how much money they make or what they're doing. Yeah. Um, they, they don't, they, they see, they could verbally say what they want, but when it comes to actually doing it, they kind of always fall short, right? Yeah. And it's because like they don't, they almost can't, in, they kind of set up these mental roadblocks for themselves. They yeah. Go, like for example, there's a, a lot of people that I know that like cooking. They love cooking. Cooking is their whole life. And then they go, they look at a huge restaurant that they enjoy. They see all the customers. They see how busy it is. And they immediately go, like, oh, I can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> you know? They fail before they start. Exactly. A lot of people do that, man. And there's a process to this. And and if, if you kind of take a step back to before these restaurants were really big, and we kind of touched on this before, they all started somewhere, man. Here's here's a great example. Um, if you ever come out to Los Angeles or you're, if you're in Taiwan, and I'm pretty sure they're in other places right now, they're, my favorite, favorite uh, Shalong Bao place is Din Tai Fung. Man, they're worldwide now. They're worldwide now. So Din Tai Fung originally was this small little shack. If you go to the original Din Tai Fung spot, it's like five or six stories. Yeah. You know, don't quote me on that, but it's a lot of stories. I've been to that. Yeah, it's been like to five that. or yeah, six yeah. stories, right? That place was one story at first it grew to be second stories three, they took the four, whole five. building yeah and so it, they stacked it they just kept growing it on top that's why you see those tight stairs so they just kept building they stacked it. it like they're d- dumpling <laughs> exactly <laughs> like like the dumpling stained basket but that was a mom and pop shop at first if somebody told them when they first started that hey you are going to be the standard for what a delicious dumpling is going to be a shaolong bao yeah like, Everybody's going to talk about you. People are going to travel worldwide just to go to your place. I guarantee you they would have said impossible, mm-hmm. right? So everybody starts somewhere, right? But you're looking at the end goal and you're seeing something that's so hard for you to manage because of where you're at right now. Well, it's going to take time and steps to eventually get there. Even for us, we started off with one. I started off with this small little soft serve yogurt shop. I took those life lessons, brought it over to a different business that he and I worked on together with a bunch of our friends. And then we kept growing and growing and growing. Mm-hmm. And it's been three years. It takes time. One dumpling at a time. One fucking <laughs> dumpling at a time. And that's the whole baby step concept, right? That I think it gets over overwhelming because they see the star that's you know the oscar winning fucking actor or they see the businessman that's a multi-fucking billionaire or Mm -hmm. whatever like they see you know the top tops and it's like whoa man that seems really hard which it is but there's a whole different level to it and i mean like everything does start from completely nothing and from scratch and that's where we go on to the whole thing of like there's a three-step process to this and I broke it down to 90 days because it takes 90 days to make a habit really ingrained in your system. Just psychologically, that's how it works. If you do something every day for 90 days, um, it, you know, it becomes a part of you. Another thing is if you're listening to positive things every single day, that's something that's really important because most people, they don't have a positive influence. Mm. No one around them and in their own mind is saying anything positive. Most people, especially if you're fucking Asian, your parents (laughs) are talking shit to you every single day. Yeah. And it's really important because if if you're constantly being told that you're a dumbass or whatever and you tell that self to yourself, then you manifest that thought. You become a fucking dumbass, even if you're not. Yeah. So um, the first step is basically identifying what the hell you want. Like, do you want to lose weight? Do you want to make a million dollars? 
Do you want to be a musician? A lot of people can't even do that. A lot of people don't even know what their passion is. Yeah. And it's because they fail before they start. It just keeps going back to that. It's like they get there, like they go, oh, you know, it would be so cool if I did stand-up comedy like David, but I can't. So they go, they have that but, and they go, oh, but I can't, or but there's too many people, or uh, there's so many YouTubers already, I can't do it. It's saturated. There's an excuse, right? But then we have to figure, we have to identify it and confront it because if you don't confront those excuses, then you'll never get what you want. People will always go, oh, you know, I want to be, I want to make a million dollars, but that's for rich people. You got to be born rich or whatever, right? So you have to, you have to identify it. And then number two is we have to remove those limiting beliefs. Yeah. Because if you're fucking always limiting yourself and you don't realize that you have this habit of consistently creating excuses, limits, whatever it is, then it has, you has to go, you have to go through the conditioning of remembering why not you should be doing this shit and you should be creating new belief system. And then finally, the first third step is starting to get into the action plans. Yeah. Because what people fail to do is they go straight into the action. And then they don't have the right mentality to support the action. Yeah. Same with the going back to the fitness thing, right? Everyone gets all like, all right, I'm going to go work out. It's January 1st, inspired, but their mind isn't right. So they'll do the physical action. They'll get the personal trainer, but they're not going to stick with it. Yeah. So I think this is the whole system that I created. And I also want people to fucking stick with this shit too. So what I also said to everyone is that if after the program, it still doesn't work for them, I'm giving them a hundred percent money back. Yeah. Cause I want it to work or else it's like, there's no value. Here's, here's the interesting thing though. And I think I, I really want people to, to get this part too, is that, um, let's say you do this program, right? Which let's say you, you tried something out in this program. You, th you think you allocated something that you really wanted to do. And then it turns out that it's not what you wanted to do. That actually happens a lot. Right? Oh yeah. The, the difference is, is that kind of setting up a habit to really achieve a goal is really what you're learning here. It's like you did the steps and you figured out what you thought you liked and things change all the fucking time. Mm -hmm. That's what people also have to understand. Even if you build a positive habit, which number one is the first step. In, and this is what I truly believe. If you build a positive habit and you really do believe that you can make something happen and you do the due diligence to make sure that it does and you kind of get there, you might find out that that's not what you want. But that's just a part of life. The cool thing is, is you, you just learned all the right tools to do it again and then to really figure out what your next step is. Mm -hmm. So for me, just to give you an example, thought I wanted to be the biggest stand-up comic in the world. Turns out that that wasn't it. I don't even like doing stand-up anymore. <laughs> you know? But from all that work, you learned so much. Exactly. Then from that, that, that type of hustle, that type of grind, and kind of doing all these stand-up shows over and over and over, I was like, okay, cool. What do I want to do? Guess what? I want to I make a film. Did the same type of hustles, same type of steps, and that same type of dedication that I had before and the belief that I can make a film and do it really well, mm -hmm. then Sundance happened. Then we sold the film. Cool. Did that. I wanted to, then I took that same hustle, got signed to an agency, which I got removed from now because I've, I'm not acting anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were not too happy with me. <laughs> They're like, well, why aren't you going out on these auditions? It's like, because your fucking auditions that you send me are trash. Anyways, but um, <laughs> stop, stop doing that. And then it was, then it was like, okay, I want to do food. 
you know, yeah. worked with Tim. We we sold the uh, the the the, the uh, send foods to Thrillist. Yeah, and then that was cool. And then I was like, cool. Well, I want to take this food thing another step. And then I worked on this Netflix thing. Yep. And it's the same process and the application just with exactly. different goals. And it's pretty fucking dope that I know that if I set my mind to something. No, whatever the time span is, if I really truly want it, I'm going to go and fucking get it. It's going right. to fucking happen. And that's the mentality that people need to have is the self-belief. Yeah. And you have that. And that's one of the things that I realized was missing in so many people mm. is that ability to say, you know what? All, all it takes is for me to learn this shit and I'm going to get it. Yeah. But that's built over time because you had these little wins and you've proven to yourself that whatever idea you have, you could make it come to life. Yeah. It, you know, little wins is a really good thing too, yeah. because I think sometimes too, people think that maybe this application only works for a large goal. It could work for something small. Like I, when I was younger too, I remember I wanted to be a, a, musician that was the original dream before comedy and the small goals that i made for myself was to do uh live shows you know whatever cafe spot was open i would go out there grab my guitar set it up start yeah. singing whatever that was a small goal and then i wanted to save up to save this uh this is a brand called seagull it was this guitar that i really liked mm. and i worked a part acoustic acoustic yeah, guitar yeah, yeah. so i worked two part-time jobs i worked worked my ass off to get this guitar and it was used when I bought it by the way but that was those small wins that kind of boosted me that was like yeah. cool I got this fucking guitar now I can perform better it has a dope preamp in it now I get to do these live shows and I took these small victories reapplied it small victory small victory small victory big victory yeah and it's all those baby steps man those little wins add up to a big win but if you don't go and start in the first place you don't even get to experience the wins and another thing that people do, I realized, is that they don't even recognize their wins. Yeah, yeah, They don't yeah. recognize their accomplishments. And I think, especially in the Asian community, too, we're grown up, we're raised to grow up without ego, right? Or, like, they try to keep us down with staying humble, humble. Like, I, I, I quote that because it's it's really not the truth. They just don't want us to brag or say anything. But it turns into this thing where you're not supposed to recognize your accomplishments that's the biggest thing that i think is the um well there's a lot of difference between me and tim but tim is somebody who does that really well tim does it for himself tim, you want to talk about positivity and really manifesting your destiny like timothy de la ghetto does that really really well he even does something to even something small. Like I remember I was reading on his Twitter or was it Instagram, but he looked back at 2019 and he said, this is what I did this year. I sold my own uh, TV show. I did MTV's basic to bougie. I did thrillist. I, I sold the show to thrillist. I did this, this and that did it my own film, blah, 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 blah. Now, whether people look at that as a huge accomplishment or not, he, he does a checklist of stuff that he's proud of that he that he did and he makes sure that he reaffirms it in positivity he goes these this is this is what i've done and yeah I, and i don't even do that for myself i say it's not good enough yeah i always do that to myself yeah. which is why it's hard for me sometimes to create but did you content. grow up with your parents telling you that yeah i, I think so for sure i did yeah, yeah for, sure. for sure my dad looked at it and goes that's it you yeah. think that's a win yeah and then he's like nah you that's not you you can't you can't be okay with that. You got to keep going. You got to be perfect. That's what was drilled into me. That's not perfect. Yeah. Perfection is what we strive for. 
that's the hard part too. It's um, and when in, when it comes to creating content, it's always expecting perfection. And um, the I think it was if you guys know like uh, like Mark Duplass, like he he always says if you like it, this is uh, for filmmakers out there. He always goes if you have a friend, you have a camera, you can make a film. Like there's always that's goes, true. You don't have to. Nothing has to be perfect before you put it out there. Yeah. Like you, you're not, the first thing that you do is never going to be perfect. And it's, and when you look back at it, you're going to hate, I hate every single one of my videos that I put out. Except for this one video that I did where I parried a Wong Fu video. Like I look at that and that <laughs> shit cracks me up. You know what I mean? And there's another video where I did like this, where I made an In-N-Out burger. There's like a few videos where I look back and yeah. I'm like this, there's nothing I would have done different. Yeah. But it's not like that. And that's like, I have like maybe 10 videos out of like, thousands that i say that about mm -hmm. nothing else though and it's it's just nothing's ever going to be perfect you just have to try yeah yeah so i mean when you when you develop this program where you kind of like where you do you do you kind of develop it based on like the previous mistakes that you've done before when you were younger and that a lot of people just yeah. can't yeah a lot of it is just based off of trial and error and i always had this desire to um basically be involved in our fans like like on our fans self-development right and then because i get these questions all the time like yeah how do i do this how do i do that and so i always i, I think that's always been a passion of mine right because just kidding films we all started with the catchphrase uh with the with the with the model of teaching good things in a bad way so all of our content was teaching and i always felt fulfillment Whenever I learn something, I put it in a skit or an art form or whatever, and then it can give something. Mm. But now it's more in your face. It's a straight up step by step. And yeah, I wish someone told me this shit when I was younger. Now that I'm 35, um, before I didn't feel like I had an authority or I had the right to even yeah. say anything. But now I'm like, man, I've been on YouTube for over 10 years. I've been running my own businesses. Like my whole life has been just making money off of fun shit. Yeah. And not only that, like we're crushing it in as friends, as like, you know, finding that recipe for a, a good loving environment with friends and everything, just making money together, business, even in hobbies, right? Like I was never athletic and here I am like doing athletic shit. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? There is a recipe to this stuff. Yeah. And I just want to go out there and kind of share it, especially with the people that have, have been supporting and watching us for a long time. I think it's really important for them. Yeah. That, that's interesting, too, that when you mentioned um, how important it is to, to hear somebody say good job to you as you grow up, because we, we've touched on this before where we mentioned how the things that you experience when you're younger, you don't realize the ripple effect it has on you as an adult yeah. until way fucking Later. Oh, big time, dude. Cause I, f I realized that I work hard, not for myself. Mm. It's, it's, it's more like, it's not even for my audience. It's more like this false sense of parents that I'm fighting for, but I don't give a fuck what they think. Yeah, It's just like, it's almost like, let's say like you're conditioned because you have this abuser, but even if the abuser's gone, you still used to that habit. Right. So the number one thing in this overall program is if you don't have self-love, you don't have freedom. Yeah. Do, do, doing things for yourself is a huge thing. Because for me, 
I felt like one of my biggest motivating factors for a lot of the major accomplishments that I've had in my life were was always to say fuck you to somebody who didn't believe I could do something. Yeah, you know? so you're you're seeking approval, right? Exactly. It's not for you. And then what the the huge pitfall in that that I found out was after you have done your fuck you to somebody and you accomplish it, you're left with nothing. Yeah. You're left Where's with your enemy if you constantly fighting and you need an enemy, right? Mm-hmm. When you know when you don't have one, where's your motivation now? It's nowhere to be found. Yeah, and that's kind of like the thing that, as of right now, that I'm trying to get out of because a lot of the stuff that I've done has been a big fuck you to a lot of people. Like, uh, I was told I couldn't be a stand up comic, so I was like, okay, well, let's see about that. You know what yeah. I mean? And then it was like my parents said I couldn't do it. I had a, I had a few people that I knew that went to a couple of my stand up shows. It wasn't that great, but I just started, and I was like. Mm fuck you and then i did it i took my comedy somewhere i i did shows five hundred thousands of people did multiple times did it for years in a row and then after a while i i was like wait what am i doing this for like mm-hmm. do i even like stand up well, i think i just did it just to say fuck you to somebody mm-hmm. and then now that person is like on my side saying i'm proud of you it's like damn it damn it <laughs> like I, i'm left with nothing i even, know <laughs> even the film that i did was because i couldn't get an audition i couldn't get an agency to sign me because they thought i was just an influencer i didn't have talent and i was like okay well let me make my own film then and now that they want you you're like uh nah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know i did the audition process and then my motivation for acting isn't like how it used to be it's yeah. because I've I based it off of proving somebody wrong and just saying fuck you. This is imaginary thing that doesn't yep. fucking exist. And once you've done it, you've done your fuck yous, you've done all that. Now it's like, okay, I didn't do it for myself. Mm-hmm. Now what the fuck am I left with? It doesn't it, it's it's a well that depletes. Yeah. You know. And that's one of the things that we talk about in the program is like all these ex- like all the years of us doing this and experiencing burnout or doing things for the wrong reason maybe, right? I'm preventing them from making the same mistake or look out for it. Yeah. Because, you know, people accomplish great things motivated by the wrong things. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, like there are people who become fucking multimillionaires just constantly seeking approval. They become super famous because they're narcissists and they want everything. You know, they're constantly looking for validation. We know some YouTubers that are like, they're just constantly looking at that fucking subscriber number yeah and as soon as it goes down and up they freak out you know like it's a weird thing to let something that it's hard for people to really understand that concept of you don't need it this podcast is brought to you by purple baby purple mattresses are the best they caress your body like a lovely lovely person's touch and hugs your spirit soul and back like nothing ever before i used to have a lot of back pain i used to have a lot of trouble sleeping but my sleep 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 has been so much better since the purple mattress has entered my life i'm talking about his firm I'm talking about it soft, and I'm also saying that it keeps me cool at night, which is everything that I need in a mattress. If you're sleeping on something super hard because some Asian grandmother told you that you had to sleep on a rock for your back, they lied, and that's why their back hurts. Well, you don't need back pain. 
and you don't need that type of Asian grandma advice. What you need is a purple mattress. It feels amazing. Check it out, by the way. 100-night risk-free trial. If you're not fully satisfied, you can return the mattress for a full refund, backed by a 10-year warranty, free shipping and returns. You're going to love purple, and right now my listeners will get a free purple pillow with the purchase of a mattress. That's in addition to the great free gifts they're offering site-wide. Just text BRAIN to 84-888. The only way to get this free pillow is to text BRAIN to 84-888. That's B. R A I N to eight four eight eight eight. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when I when I tell somebody who's young, actually I won't even say younger, anybody on social media, they go, they look at their numbers and it dwindles. And this is these are people who aren't really making a living off of it, but they're mm-hmm. so obsessed with being recognized. Having somebody place a value on who they are as a person instead of doing that for yourself, right? Because those numbers actually mean uh, I'm worth something. Yeah. That's the hard part, right? And I don't know how to tell somebody now where it's like, you know, you don't have to have an Instagram, right? Yeah. Like your existence, what you do, all the important things in your life, your family, everybody who loves you, your importance is still there without the whole world knowing that knows that you exist. Yeah. That's something that's very odd in this world. It's like, I there's, there's a, a friend of mine now that I, I almost want to call this dude up and be like, bro, you need to delete Instagram because I see his terrible, terrible behaviors of him constantly seeking approval. And if he doesn't get the right approval, deletes his post. It's like, how are you wow. living like this? How are you living like this, dude? And it, and, and it <laughs> fucks him up. I could see it fucks him up. Yeah. When, it, when he has a bad day or something is going on in his life, he has to put post the most dramatic things just to see if people will react. It's wow. like, uh, today is like one of those days where I really felt like I was going to kill myself, which those feelings are valid. But for you to put it out in a public platform, when you know you have friends like me, you have other people that can help you and talk about it, makes me feel like this isn't really real. This is more you. He wants attention. You want attention. So like, for example, like when he posted that message to them, I was like, hey, bro, are you okay? He's like, no, I'm fine. And I'm like, are you, but how come you posted that thing? And it's like, ah, you know, like I was just feeling sad. I was like, bro, if you're feeling just sad, don't say you're going to kill yourself. It freaks me the fuck out. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? And that's when I was like, are you, what the fuck are you doing right now? You know, th- those are the people that I worry about because they're so glued to this identity of like what, of, of me being important based on this fucking digit on this fucking app. Yeah. Know? It's terrible. Yeah. And that's because a lot of people are just empty. They're looking for validation. They're looking for significance. And I mean, that's the whole concept of this whole 90 days freedom is that a lot of people aren't free. If you're, if you're tied to something and you're and and you you need to you need to find value through just Instagram or like other fucking empty reasons. You're not free as a human being. That's just not the definition of freedom. It's kind of cool because I feel like your your program can help people in a lot of ways. Like I I, I feel like when it first started, it seems like the program could be applicable to uh, people who are looking for financial freedom yeah. or just like career freedom. But it also could just be like you as a person, just that that feeling of really believing you have options and choices. That's the secret, actually. Yeah. So people come in and they're like, I want to pursue my passion. I want to make money off of my dreams or whatever. That's the hook, right? But where I get them is I actually help people become a strong individual mentally. And all that stuff will help everything else. Right. That's crazy. Because that's the, that's the real secret behind all of this, right? Yeah. Is whenever we go to colleges and shit and we do the Q&As, a lot of people ask, like, what's the secret to business? What's the, sec- what's the hardest things you have to deal with? All that. And I said, yourself and your emotions. The hardest shit is never, like, coming up with the best product. 
whatever. Like, it gets hard. But me and you both know the people part and your personal part is the most hardest shit. Yeah. Dealing with other people and dealing with how you react to other people. The emotional stress, mm. the problems, the drama, the um, you yourself, your ego. Being okay when you put your heart and soul into an invention and, and your partner saying, nah, that's not cool. It sucks. <laughs> how do you deal with that? They don't teach you that shit. Yeah, man. I, dude, I... I fucking emotional like controlling your emotions and kind of really controlling the stuff that you know that are within your control is the hard part to recognize yeah because everything feels like chaos sometimes right yeah and um like for example i was uh when mario and i first started going out and i'm guilty of this too but because i'm guilty of it i could also recognize it in somebody like mario who's my partner so one of the things that she used to do when we first started going out that i didn't like was that She's a coordinator. So as a coordinator, I, I believe mentally she likes to block things off in segments and make sure things are within her control. So these things should happen at this time. If it doesn't happen at this time, it's a big deal. Yeah. And what I was trying to get her to realize when we were first going out was when things are out of your control, things are just out of your control. No matter how angry you get, no matter how mad you get, no matter how much you cry, it doesn't change the fact that the result is going to be the same. So you just have to recognize that. So there was this one time where um, this was kind of like my last straw with it. I actually picked her up to go to the airport. And when we were going to the airport, we left super early, but there was construction on the freeway. She starts freaking the fuck out, <laughs> right? She goes, I'm going to be late, blah, blah, blah. What if I miss this flight? I was like, listen. If you miss it, you miss it. If you miss it, you miss it. <laughs> you no, book the next one. No whatever. matter yeah. how much you yell at me, yeah. no matter how much you cry at this point because you're scared, those people that are doing their shit on the freeway, yeah. they're not going to do it faster for you. We're stuck in this situation and that's what it is. The more you freak out about it, the more I get angry, the more you get frustrated. Yeah, you only do yourself a disservice, right? Mm -hmm. But people are people and they're emotional creatures. Yeah. But that's the thing is like... If you want to become successful, if you want to win at life and you want to do a lot of that stuff, that's the number one thing you got to control is yourself and your mind. Mm -hmm. And that's what people don't get. And I'm like, it's right in front of your faces. Like, why do you think it's the environment? Why do you think it's the product? Why do you think it's the business? All these external forces. No, it's you. And I think that's the hardest thing is people yeah. cannot take responsibility. And for the longest time, I think um, I had that problem as well. Even while I'm going through this phase where people think I'm successful or whatever, it's like I could have been even more if I figured this shit out earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Dude, 90 days to freedom, baby. Um, you know, it's kind of cool. Like I, I, I do appreciate the fact that we can um, – I think, I think we've gone through so much shit. Now we could collect the best parts of what we've learned yeah. and then put it somewhere where people could really apply it. Um, and hopefully they can learn from it. Um, if not, then, you know, it is what it is. That's why you guys can get your money back, but it's, it's, it's cool. Like, I think this is the paying it forward type of thing. That's really yeah. important in life, which I, I really like. I like when you could pay it forward to somebody else. It's really, I mean, it's really gratifying. We're only on day three right now. Mm -hmm. And so, oh, another piece of this is you get access to a private, uh, group on Facebook. Oh, that's with awesome. Other students yeah. who are doing it. Because I think the number one most important thing is the support that we're all missing, right? It's like if you if you if you had support early on in life to pursuing whatever the fuck you wanted to, emotional support, community support, you probably make it way quicker. 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, that was one of the biggest fights that I, I actually had with my dad was like, I think I think when I said this to him, when we got into it, he, this was our last really big fight. And it was like four or five years ago. And that's the last time I actually got into a fight with him was because I think I said something very poignant to him that kind of hurt his feelings a lot, which was he, he kind of just... Um, Look, as a parent, you, you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> no matter how many books you read, no matter what people do, people say to you that is the right way of parenting. You know, I think all of us as humans, we can only take from what we learned and try to do better than what our parents did for yeah. us, right? And that's what my dad's, I wouldn't want to say excuse, but that was his reasoning behind him being so hard on me. Mm-hmm. And that was also his reasoning to justify all the fucked up things he did, right? Yeah. Because in his mind, and what we happens when we were yelling at each other, he was like, you know, I, I did the best that I could, you know, but he wasn't really listening to me and saying that, yeah, I get you did the best that you could. It still doesn't mean that you didn't fuck up in the parts that you yeah. fucked up. He's just trying to deny <laughs> yeah. any fault. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> You, you could have just said good job to me once in my life. I would have really appreciated yeah. that. And it's, it's funny because I remember this one time, and this is prior to this fight. This was when I was super younger. We got into a huge fight. And I, and I remember I looked at him. I was like, how come you can't just say good job? Like, uh, I, it was when I, first of all, I left Riverside. I hated going there, which is a whole other story, which I'm pretty sure you guys heard before, but we're not going to get into that. Um came back and I went to community college. And when I came to community college, um, this was a, during a time that I really wanted to figure out if I could be a good student, right? When I had to go to summer school to make up a lot of credits that I didn't get in UCR because I failed a lot of classes. But during summer school, I got straight A's hmm. and I was hyped. And this is, it goes back to that thought of me. I wasn't doing, getting those straight A's for myself. I did it to show my dad that I was a smart kid, mm-hmm. you know? And I remember I, I was super hyped and I was like, what, 20 at the time. And I was like, Hey, I got straight A's at a, at three subjects that I fucking hate. Yeah. So, you know, I went, I remember I told my mom, I was like, Hey, I got straight A's like summer school's over. And my mom was like, Oh, awesome. Good job. Right. But I wasn't, I know she was going to say it, but I wanted him to say it. He goes, cool. You did what you're supposed to do. I was like, cool you're you know that's and i was like fuck you know and i remember like i was pissed about it all day i was mad i was holding it in and then um yeah i kind of mentioned i was like yeah i worked really hard and i got that a and i was like did i do a good job right yeah and he was like he goes he goes he goes see that just proves that you're lazy and i was like damn fuck man and i remember i got pissed and i looked at him i was like why can't you just say good job yeah why is it so hard for you to say good fucking job like this is not something that was indicative of what i've done when i was younger when i was in high school terrible fucking grades until the last my the last semester of my junior year and then my senior year i got like straight a's um and i did that just so hopefully i could get into college and i did with a 2.6 gpa was the bare minimum cutoff to get into a university and i got into fucking uc Shitterside, which is riverside and then (laughs) So, you know, doing that and just wanting that little bit of affirmation and just to grow up in that positive environment would have really helped. It would have. You know, it would have helped my comedy too. It would have helped a lot. Like instead of like telling me that comedy was dumb and I, you know, he should know my personality. I'm his son. Like if I set my mind to something, I'm a fucking do it. Yeah. And it's the balance. And imagine if, I mean, you had that positive support and love in that way, I feel like half the battle's already gone. Mm-hmm. You don't have to deal with so much. So for me, it's like, maybe you can't get that from your family. But if you're fighting the fight with other people that are trying to better themselves, other people that are trying to go through this program and fucking kill it at life, uh, you have access to that. So that we, have, we have close to a thousand people right now that are just 
active helping each other out it's such a fucking loving community it's like man and i'm in there a lot too so along with the with the program i think there's the community aspect of it and the support and i think it's hard to do things on your own so you're when you're doing the program by yourself i think there's probably going to be drop off yeah but the goal for me is everyone to stick through this shit and at the end we're going to do a live event awesome yeah that's dope we're going to get everybody in la um, people can come in from wherever they want to be wherever they're from they could come in and we're going to do like a live like graduation kind of thing for everyone that finished um, but they do have to do the work because I know some people just buy the fucking product so they can come to the event. <laughs> so yeah. you can't cheat the system. You got to do the work. You got to watch the videos. Um, and then at the very end of it all, you know, we're going to celebrate together. We're going to I think it's going to be fucking cool. And then people get to meet the people that they've been communicating with and making friends with. So I think that's the whole key is like when you create a support and community and a group of friends. I'm trying to replicate what we have for JK and our friendship. Yeah. You know, positive, like-minded people that can be like family, but through uh, this program. That's dope. Yeah. 90 days to freedom, baby. Yep. Yo, I hope this this podcast actually helped out a lot of people. I mean, obviously, it's just kind of like the tip of the iceberg in terms of, because a lot of this stuff is just like, quick stories and knowledge and you know having it packaged in a different way could probably help you out um but this is really where it all starts you know and and, and, it's, and it's interesting too because i think that you know we did mention that there's a lot of we mentioned earlier that there's a lot of knowledge out there but it's how you use that knowledge and package it is the hard part mm-hmm. right because for example um we could say hey how come you don't know how to cook it's like there's cooking videos online there's a reason why people can't do it even though all that knowledge is there yeah there's something blocking them yeah, there, yeah there's something that's missing there's some there's some type of like instructional there's some type of like feel some, something that's not there that helps you kind of get to that point and, and i get it too because yeah. and yeah it just goes back to just really experiencing things and repetition over and over and over when i when i first started cooking i sucked dick at it i i remember the first dish that i made was lasagna and i made that lasagna from watching all the the pbs like free stuff and i tried making it and that shit tastes like hot ass yeah it was disgusting but after repetition and doing it over and over again and really gaining experience i i make a pretty decent lasagna you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying i could be a little super mario italian now shit i think cooking is fun <laughs> cooking is fun man it's experience it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of like trying things out and failing and then i think like the hard part about cooking is when you're left with this pile of food that nobody wants to eat and it's oh, dishes <laughs> oh and the fucking dishes man but now it's like now i'm like pretty comfortable if i try a dish enough that i could probably replicate it mm-hmm. um listen recently i you know i was doing like shoyu ramen and stuff nice. and then, Fuck, for, I hate fake, fucking making ramen noodles, by the way. Ramen noodles are fucking You annoying. make the noodles from scratch? Yeah, it's annoying. Oh, my God. Like it's, and it's not as good as the shit that I get, it, uh, you know, when I buy it. So it's like, I mean, I'm going to say it's not as good, but if it's not better, then yeah. why make it? Yeah, you got to make the handmade noodles, like, yeah. the right way or something. Exactly. I don't know what it is, but everybody has their own recipes, but... Like I, I just decided to just buy the noodles and just do the, the long, arduous process to make a really, really good broth. And then... um yeah so like i've like that whole process was really fun but fuck it's annoying just getting yeah well guys uh that wraps up this genius brain podcast 
for your guys' New Year's goals or just like any general goals, um, you all have to start somewhere, man. I had a weight loss goal, New Year's goal, when out in 2010. <laughs> 2010, and it took fucking uh, <laughs> eight years to get there. So we all got to start somewhere, start with positivity, and then check out uh, 90 Days to Freedom. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, what, what else can they expect in the, uh, the program? Um, pretty much by the end of the program, you are pretty much, you have your foot in the door and you're in the field that you always wanted to be in, or you're in the hobby that you're always, you know, you always wanted to do and all the things that you pretty much set yourself out to, you have a stronger belief in yourself and a stronger idea of, um, all the things that you dreamed of. And, and you're more honest with your goals. Cool. Awesome. Well, guys, you can catch the Genius Brain podcast on all audio platforms. If you have, if there's a rating system on there, give us that five star, baby. And uh, leave in the comments below about topics that you want us to talk about. If you guys want priority on those topics, you already know there's a Patreon for that. So uh, we will see you all next time, baby. Peace. Peace.